0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Enquenthro. Today is Tuesday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. Let's begin with the prayer of St. Francis. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Lord, make me a means of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is despair, hope and whether sadness, let me bring joy. Divine Master, grant that I may seek not so much to be consoled as to console, not so much to be understood as to understand, not so much to be loved, but to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in forgiving that we are forgiven, and it is in dying to ourselves that we are born to eternal life. Amen. It is Tuesday, and our Gospel reading for today comes from St. Luke, chapter 19, verses 1-10. to At that time, Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received Jesus with joy. When they saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner? But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. A couple years ago, I made friends with a really beautiful model from Uruguay. She was unbelievably pretty, was very successful, and she also had a heart of gold. One time we were talking about her life and her work, and we ended up talking about, interestingly enough, insecurities. And she said that she felt one of her feet was slightly bigger than the other. I said, are you serious? She says, yeah, one of my feet is slightly bigger than the other. So I said, what do you mean slightly bigger than the other, an inch? She said, no, it's just slightly bigger. And I said, that's your insecurity? And she just laughed. Hey, we all have them, she said. We all have them. We all have our insecurities. Very true. But why? Why do we have them? Interestingly enough, much of it is rooted in something positive. We all want to be valued. We want to be loved. We all want to be accepted and affirmed. We want to know that we are of importance and worth. That our lives mean something that we mean something. And there's always that question, well, do I? It's a longing embedded in the human heart and soul. It's why we human beings build empires and monuments, why we want to leave a legacy behind, why we want to be sure that our lives mean something. But it's also why we end up, as my friend said, having insecurities. It's the persistent cry of the human heart, a question we all ask. Am I loved? Am I valuable? Am I good enough? Do I have worth? These questions, of course, have already been answered all over the Bible, in both the Old and the New Testaments. We are told that it is always God who has loved us first, who has made that first move, who meets us where we're at, and who loves us unconditionally. Our worth and our value come from him. I have called you by name, he tells us. You are mine. In the book of Isaiah, he says, I will give up whole nations to save you, because you are precious to me, and I love you. That is God talking. In today's Gospel reading, it wasn't Zacchaeus who made the first move. It was Jesus. It wasn't Zacchaeus' offer to give half of his his possessions to the poor and to repay those whom he had cheated that made him visit his house, made Jesus visit his house. No, it was the other way around. Without even making that offer of reparation first, Jesus already told Zacchaeus. I mean to visit your house today." He made the first move, Zacchaeus merely responded. Our worth, our lovableness, our source of affirmation comes from God, not from ourselves. And yet we often forget that. We lose sight of that most important fact, that God loved me first, and that is enough. A number of years ago, I had a student who was a really great guy. He was caring, loving, he was compassionate. He'd give the shirt miss back to anyone who needed it. But he had one serious flaw: He was so insecure about his intelligence. He, he was extremely bright, but he never quite trusted his own brilliance. He always felt that he was inadequate. And so he would always make sure to call attention to himself in class by, by asking questions that were so far off base they didn't only throw people off they, they annoyed everybody. He wanted to be liked and admired. But instead, what he did had the opposite effect. And someone they decided to talk to him. I said, "What's going on? You know, why do you try to keep calling attention to yourself all the time?" And then he said, "Well." Father, you know, I'm not athletic. I don't have a lot of friends. Um, I'm not a, I don't have a great personality. All I am is my books and my brain. All you are is your brain and your books, I asked him. He says, well, yeah, that's what I'm good at that's who I am that's who you are well yeah he said that's not who you are you're kind you're loving you're compassionate you're very charitable you're very generous you are so much more than the fact that you are smart huh he said I never thought of it that way I said well don't limit yourself to one thing about yourself the fact that you're smart, and make everything about that. It's the only way for you to be able to overcome your insecurity is to realize that your source of security does not lie in that one thing about you that you've used all of these years to define yourself. You have boxed yourself in, forgetting that your true value and worth lies in the many other things that God has given you. When we forget that our ultimate source of affirmation lies in God alone, that's what we do. We find ways to give ourselves that affirmation we seek, sometimes at whatever cost and in whatever way we think we can. We seek out sources of self-affirmation, believing that it is only our actions, our achievements, our accomplishments that will truly define our worth. In place of God's love and affirmation for us, we therefore seek substitutes. They may be our talents, our goodness, our efficiency, our charm, our wit, our bright ideas, our looks, our wealth, our social position and prestige, or whatever else we might create in order to secure our worth and make ourselves feel important, make ourselves feel that we are someone of value. The encounter of Jesus and Zacchaeus in today's gospel shows us that we are of value, that we are of great worth, that we are important, that we are somebody. But all of these do not depend on ourselves. They depend on God's unconditional love for us, which, while we were yet sinners like Zacchaeus, comes to us and says to us, I mean to come to your house today. And so we don't have to go around trying to prove that we're valuable, because we are. Our Father has said as much. And what an amazing source of security that is. A lot of times, it's our lack of that sense of affirmation that bothers us, causes us to be anxious, that makes us want to prove ourselves constantly, when we really don't have to because we can rest secure in the Father's love. A number of years ago, I was asked to undertake a, a very big project. And it, when it was done, you know, everybody was thanked for all their contributions to the work. For some reason, I, for, I think they, they forgot to thank me. At the end of the event, one of my friends came up to me and said, hey, what happened? Did they forget your name? Why did they not thank you? Was that done on purpose? They should have thanked you. You worked the hardest on that project. Why did they not thank you? Well, he seemed more bothered by it than, than me. I, didn't, I, I wasn't bothered. I didn't even think about it. And so he asked me, "Like, why, why don't you seem to be bothered? So I told him a story. I said, hey, you know, early this morning, in chapel, I was doing my holy hour, and I was in front of the blessed sacrament, and I was, I was telling the Lord how excited I was about today's event, because the work that I believe he had wanted me to do, he had wanted us to do, was finally completed. It took a while, but it was finally done. And, Everybody would now benefit from it. And at the end of my prayer, I said to my friend, as I sat there, there was this teeny tiny voice deep inside me. And that voice, I believe, came from the Lord. And it said to me, Bertie, thank you. Thank you for working on that project. Thank you. Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And Zacchaeus came down quickly and received Jesus with joy. Zacchaeus found the greatest source of affirmation one can find. And because of that, he was able to let go of those things that burdened him, that led him to sin things that were the results of his desire for security and affirmation. From now on, he no longer had to look to them for his value and worth because Jesus had already given it to him. Seek your affirmation in the Lord's love for you and you will discover a kind of security and self-possession that the world will never know you will find a sense of security that nothing and no one can ever take away from you.